0: It's Dick Little from The Morning Sickness. Did you know that you can listen to The Morning Sickness anytime with the Holmberg's Morning Sickness podcast on 98kupd.com? And it's brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. Drive away in a brand new Chevrolet today. Visit valleychevy.com for details.
1: Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. 98kupd.
2: Hear that? All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6 1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new bumble now.
1: We're meant to adapt and overcome. Ah, there you go. Thank you very much, Alliance. <laughs> Tuesday, and again, uh, KUPD rules, it is legal on a Tuesday following a three-day workday or weekend to punch the person in your office that says, feels like a Monday. You can get your day straight. You're going to take one right in, the, right in the chop, sister. I can't get past him. It feels like a Monday. It's a gut punch. Yeah. Hey, go. Yeah, go into their ovaries. Just lift her off the ground. Oh, does it feel like Monday? Just a little Tuesday reminder for you. And I'll see you next Tuesday. <laughs> Keep
2: it up, Gladys.
1: Uh, yeah, we uh, two things that happened over the weekend. Aside from all the silliness we were talking, some guy said, "How come Jimmy Fallon's not doing all the death announcements?" Way too much for Jimmy, and he's on strike. He might die. And also, <laughs> yeah, and also. Uh, he's
2: mourning right now. He lost yeah, one of his drinking buddies. He, yeah, he,
1: he, and, he and Harwell can't go out anymore. And it all happened over the weekend. We knew Jimmy's more breaking death. That's keep it that way. So quit writing our show. goddammit. it! Don't make me dance on a on a Tuesday that feels like a Monday. Uh oh. <coughs> Sorry. Burning Man. Who else got tons of pleasure out of seeing those hippies in, in knee deep mud? Mud. I, I love every second of watching. That stupid event, and I know, and, and the reason why is I'm tired of people who've gone to it that come back, you know, and their lives are new. I left my family. I had this outer body experience. I'm going to start my own crystal shop. I'm like, oh, no. It's like hippie steroids, this Burning Man. Imagine
2: the funk coming out of that area. That's the what smell. I was going to get to. Chris Ugh.
3: Rock and Diplo watched, walked and, uh, six miles. Yeah, my favorite part is picked
2: them up. they got out of there. They, uh, Chris Rock
1: and Diplo said... This, I'm leaving. I don't want to be him no more. Diplo, get the truck. <laughs> and they, they started walking because their truck was stuck. And then somebody just picked up Chris Rock, who's in a Nick shirt or coat. And all he kept going, was, all I want is a beer. Get me away from these filthy-ass hippies. And he and Diplo got they they got out. Everybody else got stuck. Did you see how they were handling it? These filthy pigs? I'd know walked. You, there's not a... a a mile I wouldn't have walked to get away from this. They started handing out buckets, community poo buckets. Ah, oh, yes. To hand around Hippie Fest 2023. And they never even lit the thing on fire. Wouldn't that have helped?
2: Yeah. That big giant fire might have dried out some of that mud.
1: <laughs> well, no. It, 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 well, you <laughs> could have done that, too, to dispose of the poop. But wouldn't that massive fire kind of made it, like, a little easier to walk? Might dry the surface around it's, there. You it, light the thing on fire anyway. They showed some of those hippies in their tents. They still, oh, they still did everything you it's, do at Burning Man. You do, you get tons of mushrooms and ayahuasca, and you stare at the ceiling, and then you go home and leave your husband because, like, you had an epiphany. It's, for, it, the, it's not like it's so stupid. It's
3: not, uh, It's more of a Coachella
1: now. Oh, you know it's the original, disgusting sir. Yeah.
3: Oh you no, got a, you got a barter for everything, man.
2: Yeah, the real. They don't. Really what man is the point hippies. of it anyway? Oh, I don't oh. even know. Mushrooms, <laughs> hippies. I mean, what is the burning thing?
1: It's people who look at videos of Woodstock and say, where's mine? Not realizing Woodstock is the single most overrated American event in the history of America. If Woodstock happened today the exact same way, not the recreation fiery one, but the exact same Woodstock happened that happened in 69 today, it would be considered a rape palace, a festival of death, a mud puddle gone south, wavy gravy was on stage. Like Woodstock
3: 99. Woodstock 99
1: was actually just a concert that people lit fires at. It was more violent than the one. But, I mean, so many rapes. so many. They were giving birth. Like, if somebody gave birth at a concert today, it would be considered unsanitary. It's a celebration. Woodstock is the grossest thing that's ever happened. Burning Man is for the people, the children of that, and lost people who need, like, a massive ayahuasca getaway to, to just have an excuse to leave their families. Everybody I've ever known... Who's had a ayahuasca moment? Left their family.
3: There would have been so many. Uh, imagine the lawsuits too. Oh, I mean, from it, the, the way insane. they pulled out uh, with Woodstock? Woodstock. Yeah. Oh my
1: God. The 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 farmer would have sued. The state would have sued. The promoter would have sued. Yeah. It doesn't fly today. So Burning Man is just let's find a, a place no one owns in the middle of a lake bed and light some fires because we're children and then do massive amounts of drugs so we have an excuse to go home and leave that wife we have no reason to leave. <laughs> Everybody I know, everybody I know who's been to Burning Man has either quit their job or left their families. That, that had the ayahuasca thing that took, like, some deep peyote ritual runaway and turned into Jim Morrison for five minutes and then came home and left their families. I find it hysterical. I, and now you're right. Now it's just Coachella Jr. or some businessman. I saw business uh, a picture
3: and, of the setup the night before disaster hit, <laughs> and it looked like an outdoor city. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's huge.
1: And then they light that big thing on fire and <clears throat> hippies with poop buckets. And they stuck around. I'd have had that tent packed. I'd have been kung fu my way across that <laughs> desert, finding me a road and uh, thumbing it back into Reno. I'd have been done, man. I got to know somebody in Reno. I'd have gone through the whole phone book to get a ride out of there. I'll walk to the, to the highway. It can't be that far.
3: That's what Rock and Diplo did. Yep, six they just, miles. See, I'm
1: fine with a six-mile walk. If I get back to, And you imagine just Chris Rock. Adina Rock, thumb it. Diplo, stick your thumb up. <laughs> That's a great man name right there. Diplo, Diplo, stick your thumb up. Diplo, get that thumb in the air. We're getting out of here. <laughs> Chris Rock had the right idea, which was, oh, f- this. Just got a new special yeah, out of it. Oh, uh, yeah, it's going to be great. I went to Burning Man. It was a f- nightmare. Went in, everybody was white. Came out, everybody was covered in mud doing blackface. <laughs> I, 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 it is. Brady was here. You weren't <clears throat> here, but was it the Sklar brothers? Sklar brothers and then a the week and... later, Harlan Williams yeah. is here, and they're both raving about Burning so, Man. And Brady's so like, like, "I think I'd like to go to that." We're one. like, "No, you are not going oh, to Burning wow. Man. You are not." That is off-brand, my friend. You are. Not, I could be interested in Burning Man. Brady, you don't like dust storms. You don't like the beach because it's too dirty. You are not going to poop bucket Burning Man. <laughs> You'll see. And all they talked about was mushrooms. and Like, he doesn't drink. He's not doing drugs. He's the worst Burning Man contestant ever.
3: And I had one friend early on go to Burning Ugh. Man. And he's like, there were two days in the tent because it was so dusty. They had to lock down in the wind. Right. And then, miserable. after he's like the dust lifted, it was the greatest thing. He I've was ever on mushrooms. Yeah,
1: yeah, that helped. It, 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 that's the only thing that happened to him. It, it, they always go through the great details of what they. See. You're in a lake bed in the middle of nowhere. No one wants to be there ever. And then there's a weather catastrophe almost every year. And then these people come out. And go, then go, the, then the like the skies parted. And I just remember seeing Jesus. I'm like, what? Oh, you were. Oh, okay. Now I get it. You were <laughs> high as a kite. And a giant toad told it's me... It's Thunderdome. A giant toad told me, I'm with the wrong woman. So I went home and I divorced her. I'm like, that happens to all of you. Like, it's got to be the leading cause of divorce in the month of September in all the Southwest. It's because everybody leaves Burning Man, comes home and leaves their family or quits their job. And it was only one Sklar. That's why they're still, That's right. still the together. One, the other one thought it was stupid. <laughs> yeah. I think it was uh, Jason was the one that the absolutely loved it. And Randy's sitting there going, it's just the stupidest thing I've ever been a part of. <laughs> Because he wasn't willing to do the ayahuasca runaway, and I don't, I don't remember if he divorced his family or no, doesn't talk to his kids anymore. But that's pretty. I know two people in my life who won't talk to me about anything except microdosing. Now that they've been to Burning Man, they were different people before, and they seem, to be fair, they seem to be happier now than they've ever been. And I'm not against microdosing. I think it's great, especially for guys with PTSD. And th- I think we should be running that through our VA. Saves crazy. lives. Yeah, absolutely. I've got. Two friends who've been through nightmarish war hell, and both of them swear by hallucinogenics to get them through a night and whatever it takes, man. And they're not tripping balls. They're just taking it to get the, the edge off of, you know, hearing a plate drop and not crapping their pants and starting to look for guns. You know, they, it kills their PTSD, which is awesome. But, you know, these general businessmen are just, you know, in their mid-40s and unhappy with life that roll out there and watch some bonfire and then leave their families. <laughs> but, again, in fairness to people I'm talking about that I know, much happier now. But they all came back with, like, the same message, which was I hate her. <laughs> and I was like, I think you hated her before. No, 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 everything seemed fine. Nah, you went to Burning Man with the intention of doing ayahuasca to see what else there is. And you came back going, no, I hate her. I have to tell her. Like, it just made it so it was easy. You, you, ayahuasca gives you the, the, a great feeling, evidently, a walkthrough, like a journey, and then the courage to tell your partner you don't love him anymore. That's all. I think that's all of it. Or to tell your boss to go laugh himself. It gives don't you that pussy. new path. Right. It's Yeah. It's, it takes out your, uh, your pussy gene, which is great. But Burning Man, poop buckets, and filthy hippies, and everybody they interviewed, was every reason, everything I never want to be around. And the representatives of Burning Man, they had a tent uh, community in this one spot where they built a bigger structure over the tents, so they rain didn't get through their tents. And they showed the dirtiest hippie woman I've ever seen in my life. Talking about, you know, it's still a community and we're still really enjoying. I'm like, and all I thought was, you haven't wiped your ass properly in three days. <laughs> if you've ever done it, you've probably got like dreadlock butt hair.
3: There's a guy peddling around with a... A bidet, you know, but he has to pedal it in order for it to work. Um, you ever see, like, uh, there's one the guy has uh, a bike with outdoor shower heads.
1: Uh, <laughs> uh, filthy, filthy butts. That's all I think about. Rust butt everywhere. It's just everywhere. been a, a giant it's outlet. About the ladies for, out there too. Oh, uh, period uh, and oh. stains in their pants when they get home to their fuddy oh. smelly apartments. Sorry, Charlie. They oh. call it copper basin. Imagine the smell of 70,000 unwashed asses in a rainstorm, and then they dried up. So now it's sour clothes and buttholes. That's what they should name Burning Man, sour clothes and (laughs) buttholes. It is the least appealing thing that people do.
3: Slipping around in that mud, falling on a mastodon tusk. (laughs)
1: Right? Yeah, you're eventually going to unearth something Brett's people uh, killed or (laughs) a mastodon. Brady's right. It's going to be, you know, an informant. Or a beast from the- Steel be- drums? A prehistoric <laughs> beast. Oh yeah, like a little Indian. Like an Aztec's gonna be in there, like his hand's gonna pop. It.
2: Whoa! The dead
1: live! I'm gonna leave my family.
2: Burning man. John, are we supposed to feel bad for a bunch of idiots that went in the middle of the desert to listen to a bunch of horrible music to take a bunch of drugs and then get stuck in the mud? (laughs) Too bad they couldn't close the road off permanently. Yeah, I agree.
1: (laughs) Burning Man cracked me up because I was like, this is ridiculous. 75,000 mushroom freaks in a room and it goes poorly. Imagine that.
2: Burning Man would be like camping with 50,000 carnies. (laughs) Yeah!
1: Yes. Got a point. That's a great way to
2: good put job, it. Good Kevin.
1: 50,000 carnies in you in a room. And Chris Rock. Yeah, I can't take the smell of these white-ass <laughs> hippies no more. Now, one more minute. Dipload stick your summer. Just okay, I'll lead it. Very good. Diplo and him hitchhiking. Please pick us up. And then I saw him in the back of a pickup truck like they were trying to escape Afghanistan. Oh, you would too. <laughs> yeah. It was great. <laughs> I'd get in the back of a truck. When's the last time Chris Rock hoofed it in the back of a Toyota with seven other people? It's refugee stuff. Misery. And I know I'll get emails, I went to Bernie Man to change my life. Yeah, I know, because you got a divorce. It gave you courage. <laughs> Suddenly money didn't matter anymore. I didn't, yeah, yeah, you just found the reasons why leaving her made sense. And women, too. They come back and leave their husbands on that ayahuasca. It's a, it's a, it's a divorce propellant.
3: I'm leaving you for the horse trainer, <laughs> right?
1: Yeah. And they, oh, and that's the other thing. I'm positive happens that nobody talks about is that they met another mushroom head and they and they hooked up and went back and divorced and then they realized, oh my god, I'm with a drug addict. Like five days later, and their whole lives are miserable. You only hear the success. Which infuriates
3: you more about the split being halved?
1: Oh
2: yeah, yeah. You know, I got
1: halved, and I'm with a hippie. <laughs> what was I thinking? I took a load of hippie dick, and now I now I've lost everything
2: wars the
1: wake up song and the you bastard sight of the day want to know more? Visit Holmberg's Morning Sickness online at 98kupd.com. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast. Or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them
0: all to you and let you decide what you believe download and subscribe to uap on any of the major
1: podcasting platforms and you can also find it on uappodcast.com homeberg's morning sickness how many of those ayahuasca runs uh end that way and then like a month later that hippie's back at your door with flowers i'm so sorry baby that girl doesn't shave her armpits i thought it was forever but it was like a week i miss you why don't you take some more drugs and see how you love me? Well, I don't need the nagging, but this is why I left. My backpack broke. <laughs> hey, look, I thumbed it over. You used to be a CEO, Terry. Want to play hacky sack, yeah, bro? I've got the sticks and the hacky up front. I had a life-changing experience that made me an irresponsible teen again, and I want that back. It's miserable. I wish you'd have died in that mud puddle
3: that's what the toad said you'd say i get off my porch his kid's still going to private school and asking my dad has dreadlocks
1: <laughs> yeah so <clears throat> i'm gonna cut off the tuition even though i've got the cash i'm gonna give it to native americans oh christ terry quit talking hayden needs education i'm not paying for this he can go to a public school where god will love him for free Forgive my husband. He's still on a ayahuasca trip from Burning Man. He won't wash off the mud. He says he's in touch with Earth. Blah blah blah. I'm leaving her for a woman I met named Penelope Flower. Ugh, you Burning Man people, disgusting. Go roll in the mud at home. You can you can do mushrooms and roll in mud and light fires at home. It's probably a TikTok challenge. Just saying, bro. Not with seventy thousand other unwashed butts. Oh, yeah, I forgot. You love hanging out with people who don't wipe their asses. <laughs> Ronnie says, I'd like to see you try burning man in my small town. Yeah, <laughs> give that a run. That's when I kind of joined in with the hippies or the hillbillies against the hippies. Although they're very similar in look. The difference is the the flannel shirts with the cut off sleeves are more prominent in the South.
3: Country Thunder is not that far of a
1: reach. <laughs> Country is pretty close, but at least they're just low IQ. You're right. loud RVs. Right. Yeah. There's very few CEOs that are going to have life-changing experience when Jason Aldean comes up and goes, I got my shoes untied again, and I don't know where to begin. Thanks, Aldean. We're going to have some more beers. and There aren't ayahuasca experiences over there at Country Thunder with that, that don't end in a fist fight. You don't want some... Faded out hippie running up telling you about God and stuff. They're just gonna get punched in the face if you start mouthing off about deities. There's only one Jesus Christ. I don't care what you saw. Punch. This guy says there's multiple gods. Polytheism don't fly at Country Thunder. Yeah, you don't you don't you don't downplay the Lord on your ayahuasca trip at Country Thunder. They're not on a discovering journey. They've got it all figured out. And uh, yeah, speaking of Burning Man, though TikTok has your kids lighting themselves on fire, and I don't know if you Good. saw that or not. <laughs> Gotta for it too. <laughs> I think it's time once again for guy without a kid to tell you how to parent, and I think that's a necessary thing. I've been thinking about this because every time I tell you guys what bad parents you almost all are, you're like, "Well, you know, you don't have kids, how do you?" Do it? I'm like, "No, I think it's I think your kids are a lot like a guy with a bad girlfriend. It's my job." As a dude who's not in the relationship, blinded by love, who doesn't have that blinded by love feeling for a kid, to point it out to you. You need people like Brett and I every once in a while and go, dude, not for nothing, but your kid's an idiot. Same way we would, like for Mangoo. Hey, this girl you're in love with, thinks, she might, some, a, <laughs> thinks she might have a dick. There's some red flags. Think she might have a dick. You know, I think there's, there's a benefit that parents need to stop poo-pooing when the childless come in and go... I'm going to reintroduce logic to your life because you're blinded by love and you're lost in your bubble of child. And it's true. So sometimes you have to shake your head and go, oh, yeah. do to that a kid is right. Uh, the TikTok challenge that's out there is to cover your hand in rubbing alcohol light and light it on fire. <laughs> now, first off, if you've raised a child that thinks this is a good idea, you've done a poor job for at least 10 years. Bad job. Fire being bad Something Frankenstein could understand. That was like one of the first things he learned. Fire Big bad. Fear. Big fear. It, it was a huge fear for a reason he'd touched it. I think it's imperative of all parents at somewhere around age four to lightly burn their child and let them know fire is bad. Fire bad. If Frankenstein monster can figure it out, your kids should be able to figure it out. One of the first lessons, almost before mama, dad, dad, put their hand on the stove. Let them know. Mm, terrible idea. Don't leave marks. Did it. <laughs> Well, right. I did as right. a kid. We, we all I'm, do no, it. I'm no, like, oh. Right. You're an adult kid. You see that glowing red thing? Neat. Ah, fire bad, mama. So you learn early. If you don't, you're going to have a kid like the one down in Tucson who had rubbing alcohol over his hand for the TikTok challenge, set up the camera, and lit his hand on fire. And it caught his shirt on fire. And it caught him on fire. He became little Lil' Burning Man. They put him out. You rapper? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's where I thought I was going with it. <laughs> that's yeah, exactly. Now he's got a career. <laughs> Damn it all! It worked out for
1: the <laughs> light your kids on fire. They might become heroic rappers. <laughs> I don't want kids to burn, but that's a parenting job. And if you, and look, my parents did a poor job with fire because I almost lit the house on fire twice. All of us do it. Boys are fascinated by fire, right? But every once in a while, when they've it's like dog training. When they haven't done anything bad for a while, you got to start. Getting on them about the thing they might do, you know, like you stand them over by the sprinklers and go, "Hey, good job! You haven't eaten these in a while." So it's my—I'm sorry—I got distracted by the TGI Fridays employee that's walking by in the parking lot. I don't know what she's wearing
2: <laughs> with a bomb. With a gotta, bomb. Gotta, she's yeah. walking from Burning Man. We gotta, <laughs> shut,
1: these, we gotta shut these windows because I don't—I don't know what. There's no makeup, but that's a clown outfit. Oh my God! What is going on on 50 she's Seconds? Yeah. Man. Almost home. Taking the baby up for a stroll. I had him at Burning Man in the Met. <laughs> yeah, so this kid that lit himself on fire. Terrible. Uh, but yeah, it says he put rubbing alcohol in his left hand, lit it with his right hand. He didn't realize how fast rubbing alcohol burns. Uh, as well, his mom was asleep. As the non-kid-having parental uh, consultant, why does your kid have TikTok? explain it to me. Tell me why you want your kid on TikTok. What is, now I understand. I I have this uh, 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 argument with adults all the time. Like, why are you on social media? I need it for my work. I really don't want to do it. Everybody has the same answer. I need it for my work or it keeps me in touch with my family. Uh, And it's lazy because you can stay in touch with your family easier now than it's ever been to stay in touch with the people you want to stay in touch with. What it is, is a way to stay in touch with the people you don't want to stay in touch with for real.
2: Well, those are the ones you don't want to have in your phone number and all that kind of stuff. So it's
1: a way to keep them around without hearing about it from grandma, that your cousin still has access to you. But it's really just kind of like, okay, that's a nice little portal into cousin Donnie that I – he drives me bananas. That's not any insult to my cousin Donnie, who I actually like quite a bit. But, again, I don't have social – so I ask adults all the time, why do you have – oh, because it helps me with my job or promotes this and that. Okay, why does a 10-year-old need TikTok? Explain it to me. Brady? Uh, as a, as a they parent. go
3: through a phase where they like doing TikToks, sure. Um, but know, as a parent,
1: as all kids go through a phase where they yeah. like stuff. But as a parent, isn't it your job to go? Don't care if you like it or not. Not you're not getting it. They go through a phase, yeah. Of- because
3: well, I can tell you when when uh, Kirby was that age or went through that TikTok was a fun new thing, and then all right. of a sudden it came out like, oh, the Chinese can hack it or hack it into <laughs> that's your been the case the whole that time. Fear,
1: <laughs> yeah. And so that's never not been the case, yeah and i don't but it, I, I fear it seemed less like the it chinese like it came out you know like a year or two
3: later when it was first out in there so by the way it's owned by a chinese look, company if we're worried about
1: chinese companies owning yeah, stuff we just put our phones away and shut up about that that's not really a concern as a parent you should be concerned with day to day not whether or not the chinese care enough about your kid to use their secrets for international yeah. things, or try to indoctrinate them into their life. That's a fear that we all have, but that's there, there's ways around that. I'm my talking about was TikTok. When... Why is it necessary for your kid to have TikTok? It's not. So why do they have it? Entertainment? No, because parents are pussies and say so you have you, you, because the other kids have it. That's it. If the other kids have it, they have to have yeah. it. Yeah, well, that's you know, the it's problem. still
3: there's still a factor of uh, how old should my kid be? You know, parents to have phones, right? And some, you know, even Kirby at 15, there might be
1: one or two that still, not until you're 16. Here as a non-parent. That's tough. Is what I hear from parents. I think Brett's with me on this. Every kid that's got TikTok, and probably almost all of them, I never hear a benefit. I hear about the one family I know who's who's found this route through TikTok to sexy dance for old men for Venmo. She's getting paid. Yep. Thirteen.
3: That's what I'm, I mean, that was the main thing. That's one of the stories. What kind of TikToks are you
1: doing? The other one, kids eating stuff they shouldn't be eating. They learned it on TikTok. Um, One of the girls at school uh, started to show uh, the other girls that you can use TikTok or uh, what's the other one? The, The one that are Snapchat. Yeah. And they can show their boobs to the other kids in school. Dick's flying around like crazy. You get to know a kid on TikTok. He lives in Georgia. Next thing you know, you're exchanging TikTok info. Phone info. I've never heard a story that says my kid invented something because he found this on TikTok. They, they dance for each other and then it ends up in the wrong hands. And then you got some 52-year-old dude going, why well, don't put on them little baby panties say Tuesday for me? That's it. I've never found a benefit. So the only reason that I can figure that your kids have TikTok is because you don't want your kid to get made fun of for not having it. That's it. That's it. And that used to be parenting. So again, it goes back to you're blinded by love and you don't want your kids to not have stuff. You don't want to be the bad guy uh, instead of like what Kurt and Dan did to us the whole time is like, I don't care if I'm a bad guy. You're yeah. not getting this. It's garbage. I'm not your friend. I'm your uh, dad. Exactly. It's the, it goes right back to blinded by love with a friend who's got a bad girlfriend. You people need to listen to the childless. You parents need to listen to the childless. We bring logic to your house.
2: <laughs> you don't tell me how to raise my kids. OK, your kids on fire, by the way. Oh, Jesus Christ. And tell your kid to quit being a pussy and use gasoline. Exactly. You know, I mean, Rolling come on, if you're going to do it,
1: plus, do it like we did it. Pour some gasoline on yeah. the thing. Have a kid close by with a bucket of water. That was Vince's job at George Circle <laughs> in Tempe. We had an Aquanet, gasoline and matches and we were trying to kill spiders. And we had a bucket of water. We knew it's the uh,
3: Paul Brothers and uh, Dude Perfect that inspires other. kids. <laughs> right. I gotta go viral. Look at these guys; they got viral.
1: And I think deep down, it's a secret belief that your kid's special and they're gonna do something that goes viral and you'll never have to work again. I think there's some Our aspect of that. Our seven year old daughter yeah. is uh, opening gifts. <laughs> right. Special around. I think parents see those kids that just are four and are called influencers because they open toys and they made millions. And they're like, I think my kid might stumble into something. Not many of your kids are special. Well, I mean, they look special. Oh yeah. Right? They're lighting themselves on fire for a reason. It's because you guys have become friends with them first. I don't think that I would allow any kid under the age of like fifteen to have TikTok. And I don't think they'd be missing it. My dad won't let me have it. So we're doing all
3: right with our daughter that has a stra- uh, strawberry head, a giant <laughs> five-pound,
1: what deformed babies? These people are up there. You are fascinated with deformed babies.
3: Well, I, it's fascinating that they
1: a put up there to day, go viral we, every day on our Holmberg's morning sickness thread of text. Brady sends a deformed baby to us every <laughs> why? day. Why? Well, they why you, to... you though? You're the problem. And well, then, then I make on, it go viral. Well, it's not. He started that at least with saying we
0: have a daughter, and with then the, he went right. into his deformed baby thing. You you know like, what he was talking <laughs> about? I know.
1: Because his brain won't leave breast milk and babies with lumpy strawberry heads. Look what it does to him. Imagine what it's doing to your 10-year-old. It's turned Brady into a mush head that can't stop watching booby milk and uh, deformed babies rolling around in the dirt. I put up, Kirby, don't look at these. (laughs) Parental. Again, here's another
3: one. Kirby, don't look at this one.
1: But, yeah, I'll get emails. You can't help. You don't know. You don't even have kids. I'm like, yeah, but I think I introduce logic a little bit to the people who are blinded by the love of their child, which is a beautiful thing. But I don't think you actually see your kid the real way people see him. My buddy Jeff Bowers had a terror of a child named Nicholas. Oh, my God. And he thought he was great. And I had to sit him down and go, I don't want you to come over anymore because of that kid. He's like a disaster. I have to move stuff in my house when you come over because he breaks things. Yeah, but he's just a kid. I'm like, no, you're blinded by love. This is my house. Just a kid doesn't fly in my house. When I was a kid, if I broke anything at someone else's house, not only did my dad build the thing back, buy a new one, and then make me pay it back in chores and abuse. Like, not even physical. Like, I just felt like I, had to, like I had to mow every lawn on the planet. And then the next time I was at someone's house, my hands were in my pocket. It was like a little soldier. Rock Wars, the wake-up song, and the you bastard sight of the dead. Want to know more? Visit Homebird's Morning Sickness online at 98kupd.com. Holmberg's morning sickness. Jeff Powers also got to come
0: back on that one because he ended up dislocating the kid's arm.
1: Because <laughs> he was just a terror in a store. He's trying to hold his kid's hand. The kid flopped and flipped all over until his shoulder came out of its socket. And somehow started to bleed out his mouth when he hit the dirt at the Safeway. <laughs> this kid was nuts. And the kid's super mellow now. No. Oh, he's I thought he Grown up and it. nuts. He's more mellow than that. I mean, yeah. he's, you know, he's a human being now. But there's a lot of stuff. I don't even want to deal with it. Like you don't want to trigger Daffy Duck inside this kid He'll lose it. <laughs> he used to make us leave. Okay, Nicholas is about to lose his mind. I'm like what? We're at a restaurant. Nicholas is about to lose his mind. Hurry up and eat. I'm like, wait a second. Why am I on his clock? I meant
2: so he would let the kid lose it in the restaurant. He didn't have an option. The, but I, if he sure I, I was vesuvius. in the car if I started getting, that wasn't exactly. What? And the child, Kurt was, Wesley's giving smacks
1: right. all the way out the door. The guy with no kids can't tell the guy with kids. And have them listen. Hey, the kid goes in the car. We're going to finish dinner here. I can't do that. Someone will steal. I'm like, nobody likes your kid that much.
0: John, there is a segment of of parents that (laughs) know. Oh, I see it. My kid is an idiot. He's eight. No common sense whatsoever. It is embarrassing.
1: We have to start treating parents and their kids sort of like we treat friends with girlfriends we don't like. You have to let them know, by the way. I hate your kid. I don't think he's right for you. And then see if they'll break up with the kid or fix it. (laughs) One of the two has to happen.
2: Or you just lose that friend for a while. How many parents would actually want to divorce their kid? Oh, I mean. That number is massive. (laughs) Massive. If you could divorce your
1: child and just, I mean, there's ways to do it, but it makes you look bad. If it was socially acceptable to go, it's not working out. I'm going to let you go. You got to go find a new family. (laughs) It's just, I think we're better off apart. Yeah, it's terrible. But TikTok is just basically slut training, and it's working, by the way. Again, Toledo knows. I, I, I Probably four or five stories I've heard about TikTok, all bad. Yeah. I've never once heard, my God, the TikTok, oh, it's made my kid's life so good, and it's so much better. Nope, some kid and two sons laying in a burn unit, and uh, they're now they got to warn everybody. Hey, by the way, your kids are so stupid that they might uh, throw fire fist up in the air and think they're doing something good and then catch their shirts on fire. I've never once gotten the benefit from it. I don't understand it. And, of course, it's not going to happen to all of them. I just You tell me what the benefits are. Tell me where it's good versus the potential bad, and you'll convince me. But nobody can tell me. And the only thing I can figure is you're worried your kid won't like you because you've taken something away. Because kids don't like that, and parents don't want their kids mad at them.
3: Then you'll lose them, then they'll rebel, and then they'll run away. See, that's the opposite. a lot of times. You add
1: discipline to their lives, and they don't rebel. They just act like dicks, like they're going to anyway. Your kid didn't need TikTok to find fire. It knows about fire. It's your job to teach it that fire bad. Frankenstein monster again. Dogs know fire's bad. They never even get taught. You have like a fire, and a dog gets too close to it, I guarantee you that dog does not get close to fire again. We have a fire pit in the backyard. Jack Ham was a puppy. Popped up against it, felt the heat, pulled away like, nope, that's not good. He knows. Your kid's an idiot. You got a little arsonist on your hand. So it's, I think it's a new segment on the show. Childless, logical person tells you the thing you love too much is a jackass. And we should all incorporate that. You got a, Everybody's got a friend with a kid that's like, I can't take that kid anymore. And they don't do anything about it. John, two things I don't know.
0: TikTok and kids. I Toledo's dad.
1: Yeah, <laughs> take Toledo's dad. already divorced this kid. <laughs> Didn't cost him a penny. He got out before the either of them earned anything. Yeah, ridiculous though. But this TikTok challenge thing makes me just throws me. And I'll get emails. Talia just rolls out. I get emails. Here's you don't know anything about. I don't know anything about raising a kid, but I know about logic and what it looks like when I see somebody losing their mind over a kid that's terrible.
0: I, I like this text because it leaves open so many other questions. It's from Jared. Okay. Hey John, how about you shut up about TikTok? <laughs>
1: Is he supporting it? <laughs> dude likes beating up Is the he, kids. Yeah, <laughs> he likes, yeah, he likes teen girls' butts. Right. That's what I got out of that. All right. right. Well, You know what? And to an adult, go Thanks, get him. Jared. At you least he what? signed it. And there's an aspect of me that believes that it's cut back on pedophiles. Because they've got an outlet at Could home. Could be. You know? I don't like it. But I think the more you let your kids wave their sweet 16-year-old asses in the faces of dudes like that, it keeps him off the streets.
0: Well there's a measure like in blended families like we know one that's got a blended family now and the the co-parent the mother on the one side encouraging is taking, it. Is taking her 16 year old and grooming her on yeah. on social media telling her yeah there's money telling to be her, made you need here. To do that and, yeah. and it's so it's like it's and she's weird been at it, it for a while it's weird to see because because I'm friends with this daughter from a while back because we used to we did things together sure. And so now it's weird because that pops up. I have to hide that stuff.
1: Yeah, I'm, like, I'm not watching that. <laughs> Teen girl going, my boobies are swell. Blink. <laughs> oh jeez, <laughs> I gotta stop being hard for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's parading it, and her mom's encouraging it because there's money to be made out there. Well, because mom
0: really wants to be the, the fun parent, right. the better parent in her mind.
1: Childless people have something to say about your kids, and most of the time, it's not good. And you guys don't want to listen because you're built-in excuses. You don't have kids, you don't know. But I know what an asshole is, and I'm looking at one right now. John, I'm running for office, and my first proposition, I'm titling one, two, three, four, five. Let
0: parents divorce their kids. <laughs> That's all I'm standing on in my platform.
1: Could you imagine... How scared you'd be as a kid if you... my dad would have tried to divorce me seven or eight times. <laughs> oh yeah, we'd be like, all right, that's it, and lawyers and paperwork, and I'm sitting there like, what is going on? Like we're letting you go? Like oh my god, yeah, it's not working out. I, I still love you. I think I always will, but I just don't think this. I don't think it's a... I don't, dro- I don't see this going forward. That drop
0: down menu on online forms, yeah. kids, <laughs> no divorce longer
1: kids, no longer. Oh my god, you give them till like twelve. You have to stay with them till like twelve, but by twelve, you know whether or not you got adult on your hands. <laughs> When I was 12, I started to become a kid. Like, hey, I think my parents can be all right from here on out. Prior to that. You
3: think you would have teased uh, the uh, rubbing alcohol hand on
1: fire I lit the garage on fire playing smash-em-ups with the Matchbox cars. (laughs) I poured puddles of gasoline and put matches, taped matches, to the tops of the cars. And I mean puddles the size of this, this soundboard in front of me. And two little Matchbox cars with matches, and I'd light the matches, and I'd push them. And make a crash. Sometimes they didn't even crash. They just hit that puddle of gas when it made these infernals. Well, it got out of hand because it started as a drop of gas, maybe like a cup of gas, and then like half the gas can. The Oldsmobile 98 Regency Brougham was white. Half of it was black once when I came in and got a pitcher of iced tea to put the fire out, my I was like, what's going on in there? Nothing. Smoke billowing in behind me. Is that me. the
3: Matchbox fire?
0: The matchbox oh, the Matchbox fire,
1: fire. fire. yeah. I, I came in, threw iced tea on it. It just made horrible smelling smoke. And I went back in to fill that up again. And my dad's like, what the hell's going on in there? And I'm the whole inside of the house now is smoke. <laughs> and, of course, he gets up to go, what's going And there's a small fire. The Oldsmobile is burning a little on the door, on the passenger side door. <laughs> and I'm like, nothing, nothing. What were you doing? Gas can sitting like an inch from the fire. <laughs> what the f*** is wrong with you? That's the one where he spanked me and I had sweatpants on and I was so afraid oh, that I pooped while he spanked me. He doesn't. Know. He, I just oh, told him that a few years ago. That he was spanking. He was just smashing poo into my pants because I pooped like I literally just dropped deuce in the drawers. You're a bad I'm you're too old for this. I was like eleven or twelve, and he's just spanking, and I'm just just flying out of me as a defense to his spanking. I had a poster Freddy Krueger in my room. Is that what you want to look like? Because that's what he is, is a burn victim. He's an actor. Shut up, you smart ass. It's not real. Shut up. I know what real is. And then I just crapped all over, and he just smushed it into my, my uh, backside. And he was right. You know what I never did again? Let the garage and fire. the garage on fire. But at that point, my dad would have probably said, it's not working out. You're a liability more than you are a benefit to me, and it's not working out. And he would have been right. And the court would have seen it his way. Imagine if I was his girlfriend and I lit the garage on fire. was <laughs> like, Dan broke up with that girl because, yeah, she lit his garage on fire. What a dumb... B- he had to get out of that. She was going to kill him. Now I was at 11. It was just that another year or so, he'd have been able to legally divorce me in the new world. I think it's great. I think it's a fantastic plan.
3: I'm just thankful I've dodged it this far. Along. What? I mean, there's a couple. You're years blind
1: so, like, to it. Your kid's done dumb stuff. You just... She's want to not
3: it. Uh, starting fires. You don't know that. She's not trying to go uh, (laughs) viral. She went through a phase where, you know, 9 and 10 where she liked TikTok. She doesn't really like TikTok anymore. But you're right. There's other things. pervert. I just kind of hope that the time that (laughs) she spent, she makes
1: good decisions.
3: But you never know.
1: But I think you're a perfect example of Kirby could light the garage on fire. And you would say it was spontaneous. Maybe I'm a
3: little too trustworthy. You
1: love her too much. And that's a good thing. You're blinded by love like you would be for a girlfriend none of us like. It's the same thing. If you started dating a girl and everybody's like, boy, that girl Brady's got <sighs> not fun. We hate her. We as friends would be like, we can't do it. We got we to gotta let you know. This is not a good one. Same with kids. We don't say it about your kids. You're blinded by love in both areas. It just happens. And it's a tough conversation. But us childless people like Brett and I need to be able to tell you guys we got the driving years coming up. <laughs> All right. We'll be fine. year away. Oh,
0: you're a year away? Well, on the way, this um,
3: year. I'll tell you, on the way to uh, Metallica, I took my friend Billy and we're midway there. His phone goes off from Toyota. Uh, your truck is uh, rolled over. It's like, oh, his son is a truck. He's already... He's wrecked at a couple. He's times. already totaled a BMW. Yeah, <laughs> my God. And now, same place. And he he's 4 wheeling, like finding out everything okay." And then his his son won't call.
2: Yeah. Him. Oh, yeah. Only
3: tell him mom. Mom. Uh, truck's on its side, bro. Yeah. What are you doing? Big windstorm, bro.
1: Yeah. Well, it's not working out. And in my world, you could go. You know what? That's two cars. It's not working out. I'm going to let you go. He liked that dude
0: this weekend to let his
1: 10-year-old drive because he was sauced. (laughs) Right. That was a great story, though. That kid was flying. And his dad, drunk, goes, get on the freeway. He's 10. Didn't even take side streets. I don't like Megan on the freeway. She's
0: 40. (laughs) Hey, but at least this kid was traveling fast. He was cruising. (laughs) Like, the video they had of
1: him. Just cutting it and not traveling. He's a better driver than most people I know. He did good. He yeah. went from Scottsdale Road to Seventh
2: Street. I mean, yeah. nice. Maybe. I have to say that that's less of a ticket. Do you get a DUI as the dad? Yes. Okay, right. Yeah. And yeah. child endangerment and all kinds oh, yeah. you of stuff. That'll be the, the, that'll oh, be the yeah. least of your. Yeah.
1: But at ten, let's stop saying the kid was so bad. He did his job real well for ten. I wouldn't have been on the freeway when I was ten doing half what he did. Is it dangerous, sure. Encouraged, no. But let's just, you know, hindsight. Now we go back. Brett's right. This kid made it all the way to Seventh Street on the freeway. I was allowed I was to. I was allowed to move the truck out of the driveway for my dad. That was it. I go, you can move the truck. Drive the driveway. God damn it! And I'd hit a, a trash. At 10? 10. I was allowed to move the truck, and it was because it was a company truck. I think it got beat up on the. He didn't care so much. I hit the mailbox once. I hit my sister's car once, and that was not when I was 10. That was when I was 13. But I was still only allowed to move the car out of the driveway. That was it. The thrill of my life was when my friend Mark, his uh, stepdad, owns like some sort of a weird produce farm in Queen Creek, and we were allowed to drive the truck. We were 14, but yeah. we could only drive it around. And Mark got a ticket because he went to the Circle K in it. But drunk dad tells the kid, here's the keys, boy. And take your little fifth grade ass and get us home. Well, we, what was And first off, what was the kid doing with drunk dad that far
2: away from home in the first place? I mean, that's a long way to Maryville. Yeah. I mean, Jesus. <laughs> Scott's we told gotta Family from, outing. We got to get back to Maryville. And my
1: Uber app ain't working. Where's the boy? And put your cars down. We're going to go for a ride. You got a special day. I get to drive. See? <laughs> I'm going to sleep. You know where we live, right? Okay. See that mountain? Drive towards it. He's There's still not, not a drive. drive line. Just follow it. Just <laughs> do the best you can. And he did. The kid made it to 7th Street and then pulled over. Give me okay. the He's 7th like, hey, Street. We're, gonna, we're getting pulled over. I quit driving. So, pull over. The cops want to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> Just tell them I'm sleeping. Tell them that daddy fell asleep and you're taking me to the doctor. <laughs>
2: That dude, and he had an open container, yeah. right? And he wasn't <laughs> done. No, I was going. He's got a He's yeah. got a DD.
1: Yeah, that's. How do you boy. think I had this kid? Right. <laughs> it is. It is almost a morning sickness boy of the year award because that's amazing. <laughs> I would have made it out of Monty Circle onto extension and hit the neighbor's house or a light pole at ten. I, I wouldn't have done it. He not only knew how to get on the free. Uh, that tells me two things. The kid may not be 10. He might be 17, and they're just lying about his status. <laughs> and also, this isn't his first rodeo. Uh, no oh, kid no. is that comfortable hopping on first the freeway. First time. Right. No kid knows freeway ramps. and Under dad pressure. He had to be standing. There's no way he was sitting down and reaching the pedals. Unless yeah, his dad's blocks. probably the same height. So, I mean, <laughs>
2: you know, I mean, come on.
1: It's a Mexican joke. <laughs> Good one. Wars, the wake up song, and the you bastard sight of the day. Want to know more? Visit Holmberg's Morning Sickness online at 98kupd.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Yeah, that's true. He's probably about yeah. the size of a 10 year old boy. I got the blocks on the pedals for the boy. <laughs> It looks, it looks like, like Short room. Round in yeah. Temple of Doom. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> Blocks.
2: Flying down the freeway.
1: I wish I'd have seen that. Like, that kid, boy, I tell you what, man, 16-year-olds look younger and younger. Every time I see a young person at a street at a stoplight, I look over and I'm like, well, did I look that young driving? That's scary. He looks but amazing. he's 10. They're both upset they didn't TikTok that. Yeah. Oh, that, viral. oh, my God. And he's giggling. That's not dad's first dance with jail. He's fine. No. You let a 10-year-old drive you home from Apache Junction to downtown. Let's go over to a Wilderness Brewery. I like the one in Phoenix, though. You come with. <laughs> Tell your mama <laughs> she knows where I am. Yes, she knows where we are.
0: <laughs> do you have the boy?
1: <laughs> I needed to get here. <laughs> yes, I have the boy. Jeez, I me up my ass all the time. You want a beer?
0: Sure. Yeah,
1: okay. You wait in a car. <laughs> the better part when is the kid, if he was DUI. Right, he—that is some driving. I look, tip of the cap. That is all. Your kids are stupid and aren't allowed to walk home from school. White people kids. These Mexican kids are driving folks home from <laughs> doing better than Waymo. I learned something this weekend, by the way, with Waymo. I found a Waymo uh, hive in Scottsdale. I didn't know this about the driverless Waymos. And by the way, as a society, we should be a lot more happy and surprised by this. We act like it's are, we're entitled. There are driverless cars. This is Jetson stuff going on. And everybody's like, no big deal. How are we not just jumping for joy that this is an advancement? So I I, uh, went over in this neighborhood, and I see a Waymo just parked on the side of the road like uh, a staging area. But it's in the neighborhood. Like he doesn't have a call yet. So he just pulls over. Lights on. All that crap on it, spinning around. And I'm like, I wonder what happens when you bump a Waymo. Like, I know it's on video and stuff. Do they just scooch up? Do they go, hey, enough? Like, when you get too close to them, do they start moving? Yeah. They don't.
3: <laughs> they they just, don't? No.
1: You can, I lean the Jeep up against it. <laughs> really? I gave it a little... Vroom. Waymo brakes went on. I'm like, you prick. <laughs> 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 so I backed up. I went around. No damage. Nothing. But there might, I might be getting a ticket from the Waymo people because there's cameras all over that. Oh, place. I thought you
3: were going to say next thing you know you're surrounded because you said a Waymo no. high. So, no. Like 10 more right Waymo. Old- <laughs> I'll tell you yeah.
1: this. I went back around because I was going to do it again. I'm like, I wonder if I get close to its side. Like if I get the tires close, if he just gets out of the way. I went back and there were two more behind him. So, now there's three. And I'm like, ooh, he called friends. <laughs> the Waymo train I can high push mentality. around. They don't move. And I'm not saying try this. If you're going to try it, make the 10-year-old boy do it. It just touched the front of the bumper onto onto the back of the Waymo because my bumper didn't line up. So I might have wrecked something. But I just gave just the slightest bit of love tap. I, I, I just leaned against it and then it breaks.
2: I'm like, so it was like dude. the paper boy and uh, Better Off Dead were just $2 and all his yeah. friends showed up after you <laughs> yeah. did it the first time?
1: Yes, oh. exactly. Yeah, all the other ones are like, you want to push them around, huh? We're here. Well, there's three of us now. What are you going to do about it? We're going to wrestle you Jeep into the canal. But I didn't know that about the Waymo's. When they're bored, they congregate. They don't have any calls. Yeah, that's better than uh, you know driving around town, burning through the. Sure, they sit and wait. Over in a neighborhood that has kind of a, uh, it's up against the canal, and so the road has canal to the right and neighborhood to the left, and they just found this little quiet spot. And all the Waymo's are like, I don't have a job either, and they hang out like cabbies. It's the coolest thing I've ever seen. I
2: drove by. I'm like, look at that. There's a Waymo just sitting there by itself. I've never taken one, but my buddy, oh, my buddy awesome. just started taking it. And he's like, it's amazing. I don't have to talk to anybody in the front seat. It's it's great. I'm like, and my friend right. my
1: friend uh, Mark goes on those just for anything now. He, uh, it's like forty five dollars. He just wants to go to Circle K, and the Waymo's just <laughs> waiting on him. This is the coolest thing. And he films it every time he's in. He goes, this is amazing. I'm like, we should all be so much more excited about what's going on than we are. It's the, we're, we're like, like, oh yeah, Waymo, but it's the coolest still be nervous thing in the, world. the first time. Oh, it's it's. Awful to see on video. But, yeah, you pull up next to it, and you, you keep feeling like somebody's going to get out when you lean your car up against another car. <laughs> Nobody gets hey, out. So Nobody's please. in there. Nobody's in it. I was waiting for, like, a passenger. It was just parked. Went around the block once. There were two more. Like Waymo Hive. <laughs> I see what goes on. It was neat, though. But I figured they'd have something built in. But, but again, knowing me, if it moved... I'd have been scooting this thing all the way over the city. Like, we'd have been... And the police would have eventually come because an hour later I'd have had him down there by, you know, by Sun Devil Stadium. (laughs) I've I've inched him all the way down here. Because it was like tapping someone. Knock it off. Knock it off. (laughs) Just scoots up an inch. That's what I was expecting. Nope. You can touch them. They don't move. In fact, they dick move. They put the brakes on harder. They're smart. Yeah. They're going for the whiplash. It was pretty neat, though. Waymo. But 10-year-old kid driving around? What would you rather do? 10-year-old get you from Mesa to 7th Street or Waymo? I think I'm going for the 10-year-old. I just want to see how that (laughs) ends. If I'm blasted. (laughs) Look, driverless car or 10-year-old?
3: Both uh, both are nerve-wracking. Yeah,
1: I know. I don't know which one I trust less. (laughs) I think I trust. At least I can yell at the boy to do something different.
0: John, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Maybe I'm high, but did you just describe that the AI cabs are taking smoke breaks together? <laughs> yes. They're gathering up. We are getting the Terminators yeah. very soon.
1: I, this is what I'm saying. Like, I'm looking at this like nobody's even batting an eye to these cars that are friends. <laughs> right. And they know where the other ones are. And they one turned into three on one trip around the block. And that was after I was kind of f-ing with the one by himself bumped it nah it's you driverless car went around the block again because i was going to do something else and there were two more and you could sense like oh it's a gang yeah they're taking smoke breaks when they don't have a fare pretty soon they're just going to have middle eastern accents and start screaming and smelling funny
0: hello my friend i think you might have said this but the guy says john how many times did that kid make that drive successfully oh that was not his first
1: look if your kid's on the freeway, it's at it's at least his fifteenth time driving. Larry's daughter was seventeen, and was the still first time
0: she was on the freeway,
1: like scared to death to yeah. get on the freeway. My sister still, like, to this day, won't get on the freeway. She avoids freeways. Really, oh, you know, hates them, scared to death. She's older than you, and she's oh, ah, wow. she's a nutbag. <laughs> but she's not alone. A lot of people hate the freeway, like they just don't understand the concept of go. They like the light to light. It's more reasonable.
0: John was the waymo Alexis. You have a habit, uh-huh. Of driving over Lexuses.
1: Oh, I do. I do run them over a lot. Oh, well, that was a, no. It was a Jaguar, which I'm also impressed with. The Jaguar. Yeah, but you can bump them and they don't move. But that little gang showed up one trip around the block. <laughs> whoop, whoop, whoop. Maybe <laughs> two minutes took me to get all the way around to that road again, and there were three of them. <laughs> I should have bumped into the third one and see if I could get the whole crew out.
3: One more tap, you would have the SWAT coming by.
1: There. <laughs> right. Turret. Get out of your vehicle. Oh, my God, it's a driverless SWAT van. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what is that noise? Oh, God, SWAT-waymo, run! Meanwhile, there's a 10-year-old floating down the 202 with his <laughs> drunk dad. I'm going to crack open another one. You're doing great. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Dad. I'm pretty tired. Just keep going. 20 more miles. We're good. Just keep it straight, boy. More the miles. lines tell you. <laughs> so was he driving? Just stay in the lines. Was like he coloring slow
3: or what they just thought? Uh, he knows. No, the kid he's sped up.
1: He's flying. He, yeah, he's uh, he, weaving he, all over. GPS pulled behind <laughs> him. They him well. and, he, <laughs> yeah. and he stepped on. <laughs> they the gas. thought he was drunk. <laughs> he's ten. Uh, the cops' lights are on. Go, oh, stupid! You're gonna get me hemmed up. I tell you all the times, like coloring. In the lines.
2: This is what happens when you have to go to quinceañeras every weekend. You drink a lot. <laughs> Your sister is 15. Your
1: other sister is 15. Your other sister is 15. I got a lot of quinceañeras this week. <laughs> Get in the car. Here's a key, son. <laughs> that kid knew. Fired it up. Dad's drunk in the passenger I love that story. That made me laugh. I know. Because nobody got hurt. That made me laugh hysterically. Now, had he rolled it and killed like a family of four and a dog flew out of the back of the truck, I'd be miserable. He made it. He even pulled over. What are you pulling me over for? <laughs> You're I'm around 10, I'm guessing. <laughs> exactly. That doesn't. Uh, what? You didn't know that? <laughs> Were you harassing me? You tell him, boy.
3: <laughs> Why didn't he have his uh, driver's license? <laughs> He's those fake yeah. ones
1: dialed in yeah. all the time. It was crayon. It it's crayon. Here you go. I made this at uh, Shop Class. <laughs> Does that say (laughs) Elmo? All right. (laughs) This is not a driver's license. This is a child's drawing. I love that kid. And he is my, so far, boy of 2023. We're closing in on the end of the year here. We're in the final stretch. The awards for boy of 2023. I'm not seeing a close competitor in that one. That's the best kid in the city. Your kids can't even walk from an elementary school door to their house without a seven-hour line of parents. This kid can get you from Mesa to 7th Street and then get pulled over.
0: Sure, sure. He might need some therapy down the road. But right now, he's he's good.
1: He's a tough kid. Yeah, he's going to be a NASCAR driver. He's going to be the first Mexican NASCAR driver to win everything. He's driving. This is like that movie with Richard Pryor when he was... Uh, NASCAR on his way through. He's like a Duke. He's a Duke boy. He's an El Duque boy.
2: <laughs> El Duque.
1: <laughs> but his dad was singing that at the good old bush. Drive, Guillermo. Never need an arm.
2: Anyway, uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats there, right, Wake Up Song brought to you by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. Uh, bikes are on sale right now all month long. Uh, all bikes from Santa Cruz and Kona are on sale. Plus, if you mention KUPD, getting that bike tuned up, you get $10 off a full bike tube. For the month of September and you know, winter time, I know it's going to be 110 this weekend, but Ugh. winter time is going to be sneaking up on us. So now's the time to get your winter gear and they got new stuff coming in daily already. So actionrideshop.com or just run on down there and visit Josh and the boys at Gilbert Road and Southern. Plus, this,
1: this guy says, I had a Waymo pull up while my street was blocked off because they had something going on uh, by my grandparents' house with the cops. The Waymo stopped, stood still, thought about it, backed up a little bit, turned around and got out. I took video of it. <laughs> the Waymo was like, whoa, the fuzz. I got to get out of here. Get out, S.A., waymo Waymo's go. just got weed
2: all through it. <laughs> hey,
1: cool on, man, the cops.
2: Uh, lots of stuff on the list. Uh, Skinner, that smell for everybody at Burning Man. Oh, uh, clutch in this moment. <laughs> head piece. Smash mouth. Uh, Allison Chains, the new Stained. And then uh, somebody hit us up with uh, one of the songs that didn't get played, The Day That Never Comes from Metallica on Friday. And that got skipped. That yeah, was, that was one of the songs that was supposed yeah. to be on the set list. On the
1: list. We got cut short. And again, he went for two hours, supposed to go for 2.30, so we feel jipped. But two hours, pretty good long show. All right, let's do that. All right. Day That Never Comes. We'll, we'll get you amped up again. I think it's great. We got the Saturday show now nice sort of week gap, too. That, yeah. that three-day thing was a lot of my weekend. Like Playing I said, around. I was
2: dreading it. You know, going Friday to Metallica, Saturday to Miss Pat, and then yeah. back out to the stadium on yeah. Sunday. If you had like, anything Ooh.
1: to do Saturday, yeah. Sunday was going to be like, ugh. ugh, And then you just found yourself just forcing yourself to go. Yeah. This will be better. Saturday's going to be a more juiced-up crowd. And again, Metallica did everything they could. If you can't make it on Saturday, you get your money back. You just got to give the tickets back. I'd still try to sell them. Although the sales weren't going that great. I was looking on uh, SeatGeek and the prices weren't very good.
2: On Saturday?
1: Yeah. And a few or people Sunday? that were trying to sell their tickets that were around me couldn't even ask face value for their section because too many people were under face value in that section. So they're probably selling free tickets. So the guy that actually spent 300 bucks or whatever it was was looking and the average price was like 270 and he couldn't ask for more than that because you can't drive it.
2: I, I tell you what, though, I still miss the hard tickets.
1: Me, too. Man. What a pain in the ass.
2: Everybody's sitting there going, oh, it, it's not connecting. It's not what, coming through my
1: phone. Yeah, it's the worst. Stupid. Hey, it's not weird.
2: It's pretty cool, actually. No membership. I have I had enough of this. U-P-T. Thanks for listening to the daily podcast of Holmberg's Morning Sickness. It's being brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. Drive away in a new Chevrolet today. Visit valleychevy.com for details.